Hey, what's good, y'all? C Will here with the Passive Income Network. I got a special guest, a friend back on. I got my guy Sammy tapping in the podcast with me today. What's good, Sammy? Dude, thank you so much for uh, having me on again. It's always a pleasure. I'm good, brother. Good uh, for hearing your voice and for seeing you, man. Oh, most definitely. I appreciate you for sure. Let's let's get to it. So some of the audience here watching um, have don't know who you are. So let's do a quick introduction. Uh, who is Sammy? And then let's kind of tell them where you at in the world. Awesome. So my name's Sammy. Um, I'm the founder of Nirvana Movement. I'm an elite coach for the World Calisthenics Organization. And I'm one of the founders of a new decentralized application called uh, BlockFit, where we pay people to work out in a uh, currency called XTC. So that's coming out really soon. Um, I'm living over here in Scandinavia, so doing my thing over here too. And originally from the UK, so kind of back and forth between both countries, trying to get things set up uh, internationally as well. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Well, y'all know who I am, C-Wheel, Passive Income. But yeah, let's talk more about this Novana. Um, so, again, let's a little bit backer, back into your background. I know you had you were a fighter as well. Can you speak on that and then your transition into what you're doing right now? Yeah, no doubt, man. I started doing, like, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I was, like, 17. So I've been doing it for a long time. Got like a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, did MMA for a few years, had a couple of MMA fights. Was always training, um, being a personal trainer for 12 years. So always in the gym, in and out. Um, yeah, stopped kind of my fighting career uh, a couple of years back and wanted to focus more so on um, more of a passion in something I like to teach, which is which is calisthenics. So recently became an elite coach for the world calisthenics organization uh, which is awesome there's not many coaches uh in the world and to be one of the only few is uh is a great privilege and of course now we're starting to educate people about blockchain uh into into the education that we have with the wco as well so we're trying to get uh, athletes and coaches to learn about what blockchain is and how they can use it in uh their line of work Oh, most definitely. That's dope. Then my, my final questions there uh, about your health and fitness. What was it like preparing yourself to get into this World Health Organization? What, what's that journey like? Man, it was a crazy one because, um, and I have to give like uh, massive thanks to one of my mentors, Johnny Garcia. And Shout out to Johnny. Johnny. Spoke, yep. Yeah, big Johnny. You spoke to him. And um, I watched a podcast with him. And he basically was breaking down how he wanted to create something where he could give something back to the world and give an incentive for people to work out by paying them in cryptocurrency and XDC. So as soon as I saw that podcast, I reached out to him. I sent him a message and we've been working together hard behind the scenes for two years. He was already an elite coach for the World Calisthenics Organization. He's like a super athlete. So he had the connections and he just basically got me to run my own fitness uh, challenge where we would sort of onboard people from web two to web three. And, um, you know, through the hard work that the CEO, Brendan of the WCO saw, saw what I was doing and wanted me on the team. So um, it's been a little bit of a journey the past couple of years and just doing a lot of things behind the scenes, but now we have something to show the world. 
Most definitely. And, you know, uh, both of y'all, I'll say Johnny as well. I seen a video of him the other day. Hella athletic. <laughs> it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy spinning on the bars, all the, the pull-ups. Yeah. B- buff guy. And then same for you as well. Um, why? Okay, my question is, why don't you, I guess, necessarily use weights? And, and what's the advantage of doing calisthenics? Uh, we, we use weights, too. Um, yeah, okay. You know, I just never seen no videos of you lifting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like I prefer to do sort of body weight training. Don't get me wrong, like, you know, you want to use weights for your legs, just doing sort of like squats or deadlifts, things things of that nature. But um, more so for the, when it comes to the upper body, it's just, it's calisthenics for me. And it's just, it's a pure form of movement where, you know, you can kind of express yourself in an art whilst you move. So um, uh, I like the freedom of the movement. I like learning about like the mechanics of movement, how your body's supposed to move, like the, yep. the chains in your body, posterior change, the different ways you can move. And uh, it kind of, it stimulates your brain, man. And you have to concentrate. And sometimes, you know, we're like thinking about so many things and our minds everywhere. But when you're doing certain movements, your sole focus is just on that movement. So it's almost like an active meditation, right? Mm. So you can kind of tap into that zone and, and uh, get the feeling there. So that's why that's why I prefer to to train sort of calisthenics more. So it's uh, it's for longevity as well. I want to be older, being able to train. You know, I don't want to wreck my body. Right. Hey, listen, I'm gonna pull up. We're gonna have to. You're gonna have to show me some things. I'm gonna prepare myself yeah, before man. I get there. <laughs> you're ready already, brother. Yeah. yeah. Boy, All ready, right. Brother. All right, so let, let's talk some crypto. Okay, talk some crypto. Yeah. Um, th- this is just a question. Um, what are some three? maybe even two or three coins that you were looking at as like maybe an investing or trading into not financial advice y'all, but what, what are some three coins that you looking at? Yeah. You know, always I, when I was speaking about this stuff to people, I'll never recommend them to go and get something. All I recommend them to do is just uh, look into the technology and sort mm-hmm. of try and understand what the technology is because if you own that technology and you understand how it works, you can create business on there. And not only that, like you're going to be part of something very unique. So you understand how the technology is going to go shape the new world. Then you'll quickly find out what's important and what's not. And uh, for me, it's the two or three. I'd say those X assets, you know, the XRP or the XLM or the XDC, they're, uh, they're the three musketeers. You know, that's the holy trinity right there. Yep. Hey, makes sense to me. So, yeah, them ISO2. Let me pull a little something up here. Let's see if I can find it. Um, I feel the same way. I'm, I've been more and more interested as we talked before. For me, I'm always looking at Algorand. A little, little disappointed in the price action, but it's in a similar vein. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. XRP. Let me go to where was I looking at? Uh, XRP has always been one of my favorites and probably one of them coins that uh, it made me understand the technology and the use case of it. So I just want to pull uh-huh. this up. Um, really just right here, SWIFT, to conduct more tests with CBD or CBDC projects. And we're talking about the banking network is seeking to build a system that can connect the digital currencies of different countries. And I remember uh, recently you hit me up and sent me some information about the Scandinavian countries, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, a lot, a lot of these there's corridors, right? So you have corridors all around the world, whether it be like North Africa to like sort of India, that region. Like the MENA region is one of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like the, the the Americas, like South America, North America, you know, like 
Australia to sort of like China, that sort of way as well. So they have they have these different ones. So they've got one set up over here, like in the Scandinavian countries, and it's with uh, Denmark, Sweden, and uh, Finland, and it's called P27, it's P27 payment system. P27. And uh, yeah, and it's with all the Nordic countries. So basically all the top banks in those Nordic countries have come together to find a way to be able to send money cross borders in real time. Meaning that, you know, if you live in Finland, you can send money over to Sweden and it wouldn't cost anything. And, you know, it would be it would be settled instantaneously. So they're looking on that. They have something similar. I think it's built on RippleNet. I'm pretty sure it's built on RippleNet because a lot of these a lot of these banks are, are Ripple partners, too. And just the fact that, you know, you need a bridge in order to, to facilitate, you know, these cross border payments, then. If you're looking at something that acts as a, as a bridging mechanism, you're going to look at like, you know, XRP to settle yep. or if, if they're using RippleNet or if it's like R3 that they're using, it's going to settle in XDC. So but I'm pretty sure it's built on RippleNet, but that, that, that whole um, region up there is set up. They're set up and that goes live in the second quarter, which, you know, the second quarter starts tomorrow, right? Hey, yes. Uh, you know, because... Definitely game changing. So we got blockchain technology. I mean, honestly, it only makes sense to to use it in a digital ledger system. It's like you just said, like we we all are making these uh, global transfers daily. A lot of stuff is happening, but it's slow. You know, the U.S. have just again, even Europe, too, both have proved that these banks are not, you know, acting you know, properly, they don't have great risk management, which is the whole point of them to be there is supposed to manage the money. And we got these central banks printing like crazy. So then it does come down to, let me, let me try to pull up some of these lists of these ISA, ISO 220 tokens. Too many zeros in there for me sometimes. So many, right? To confuse you <laughs> with that. Yeah. How'd you say it? 200, 200, 200, 200, But right here, Quant, Ripple, Stellar, Hedera, IOTA, XDC Network, and Algorand, right? Mm -hmm. So um, for y'all who watching right now, like Sammy said, pay attention to the technology that is underlying these uh, blockchain ecosystems right here, because this is what the governments are looking at. But I do have a theory, maybe a little conspiracy, but I feel like what's happening is they're they're going to use... Um, in, Tell me what you know about this. They're going to use like side chains or like privatized um, XRPL ledger chains. You know anything about those? Yeah, they, they're obviously going to have their public and private blockchains. And I think that when they tokenize certain assets that they can't do that on a public blockchain, it has to be on a private one. And mm -hmm. I think got like Goldman Sachs just come out pretty much saying that they can't tokenize anything on a public blockchain to do with their assets, meaning that, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna, they're so, gonna privatize it, dude. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on with yeah, yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with yeah all exactly. of that side of things too, man. Yeah, because I think because how we was talking about on the show I had the uh, other day we had our guest on, but we all kind of agreed that like they would have to do certain things on the or private blockchain, right? But at the yeah. same time, what we're all kind of using now with the XDCs, Algorands are the consumer versions of it, which I think then yeah. businesses. Um, there's a company called Travel X. They're tokenizing NFT tickets right now. So I know that they wow. can use. Yeah, it, it sounds crazy. Cool, yeah, man. look into that. But they are, uh, which you know, makes airline tickets more efficient. 
more cheaper, mm-hmm. and then we can essentially probably uh, trade them to each other. But I, I think it was yeah. in uh, Latin America is where they're starting it right now. But just things like that, that could be public, right? Because we can all go look up public flight information, but like passports and all that, I think, yes, that should definitely be private. But I think even yeah. the private, if we get, we hear that governments are using, let's say, Ripple, that makes us go buy Ripple. Honestly, it, you know, so uh, again, do the research, y'all. Do the research. Let me pull something else up too, to to pivot this conversation to, uh, to get your opinion on this right here with all these changes happening in the world. Um, so yeah, Russia talks with the BRICS. So BRICS is Brit, or excuse me, not Britain, Brazil, Russia, China, India. Uh, I think Saudi Arabia just signed in with them and a few other countries, right? But a lot of people are concerned with this because the U.S. dollar's dominance could be threatened, right? Uh-huh. And then they're talking about uh, creating a currency together. So in composition, or the composition should be based on inducting new monetary ties established on a strategy that does not defend the U.S.'s dollar or the euro, but rather forms a new currency. So... What, what do you take on the, the BRICS potentially uh, making a new currency for all these countries? Yeah, they got it. And, it's, uh, you know, the partnerships that all of these separate countries have, that con- the countries themselves and, like, through the banks and everything like that, they all have the partnerships with Ripple, you know? Like, they're going to be using XRP and they're going to be using XLM and they're going to be using XDC, you know? All of those three Xs is pretty much what they're going to be running their things with. Set to do with settlements, payments. Um, you know, India, massive Ripple partner. R- Russia, you know, probably running their digital rupee on the XRPL. You know, yep. the links with China and Brazil. You know, there's it, they're they're going to be using those those free ISOs. So the fact that they got their own monetary system, and I think it's an asset backed one where you know they're back, it's backed by certain metals. Gold then too, yeah, silver gold, and gold. And they, mm-hmm. You know they're going to be have to, you know they they have to trade with each other right they're, they're whatever they have is going to be interoperable so it has to be able to to function and bridge and and you know be able to read the contracts and everything like that with the smart contracts in there so it's interoperable so any of those ISOs are going to be able to speak because if they if they have their own alliance and it's separate from you know the US dollar or the the US CBDC. Then it still ha- they still have to communicate somehow, right? They still have yep. to do trade somehow. So how are they going to do it? It's going it's to be on the blockchain. Yeah, man, no Straight doubt, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because the other day they uh, was it? I think it was Brazil. Yep, Brazil and China just did a big trade, not using the U.S. dollar. So that got I seen everybody yeah. on Twitter like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I mean, it makes sense to me because after a while. I think it was, yeah, it was 1971 when the U.S. dollar got took off the, the gold standard. And ever since then, we just mm-hmm. see it, you know. And then you learn, like we just said, China, Russia, India, these places are buying gold again. Yeah. And yeah, then, by the tons. Yes. It's getting crazy. <laughs> Russia, <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. So, honestly, it makes me, uh, again, get more into crypto. And then, uh-huh. uh, personally, then... You know, some of the biggest companies in the world, like Apple, I still think they're solid. But even Apple has announced they're moving one of their biggest factories over into India. So everyone's yeah. kind of on the same wave, you know, getting away from all these 
tax problems that are definitely happening in the U.S. and regulation and all that. So I'm seeing new world powers are getting stronger economically or not new world power, excuse me, other world powers. It's uh, getting interesting. Yeah. But opportunity there for sure. That's it, mate. You know, it's like now it's people are going to realize we're so early in this. We're so early yeah. that, you know, we're at the party and the lights aren't even turned on yet. Mate. You know what I mean? It's when, pe- when people realize about this, it's going to all be about Web3. It's all going to be about blockchain. Everything's going to switch over. You know, they're going to tokenize everything like you know that they're tokenizing. They're, you're tokenizing sure? houses. Yeah, tokenized reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're tokenizing tires in Japan. They're, they're tokenizing everything, the debt. When they tokenize the debt, you know, that's just with payments. They're going to offset the carbon carbon credits with the tokenization of that to do with energy, like what you're talking about with planes and the emissions and all of that is, is going to be tokenized. So um, that's the world that we're moving into, man. And if you can, like, see that we're moving into that world, that there's so many opportunities to, you know, learn about what this technology is or how to build on it or how to get involved in, in projects for the future. So... You know, it's it's all there. It's all there for people to to learn about and understand. Definitely, y'all do do your research. We over here researching. That's what get me excited and just prepping for the future. So l- let's talk about the next few years, right? Um, do you have any goals you'd like to share, like a five year in the next five, three to five years? Talking about professionally and yeah. uh, investment wise, if you want to share those. Yeah, no doubt. Um, like professionally, it's just a case of doing what we're doing now, just on a bigger scale, you know, getting around doing these workshops where uh, you, we teach people um, about calisthenics so they can become certified to teach it. And then, you know, they get like a, a blockchain education with that. You know, they're able to get a digital certificate in the form of an NFT proof of knowledge where they can earn from it. So we're looking to bring that into a, onto a massive scale. I uh, want to create some charities where we help build these, uh, you know, these calisthenics parks are more sort of deprived areas or just have them around where more people can use them, um, mm. which is which would be a good thing. And just get back to the community that way and just, yeah, just keep spreading the word and just keep trying to help as much as I can, you know. Damn, calisthenics parks. Um, first time I've seen those cause out on the where I live at Portland, Oregon, on the West Coast. We do not have those. Yeah. Right. But I seen them in Paris. Blew my mind. I was like, oh, yeah. And then it was just people out there doing pull-ups, you know what I mean? Doing all kind of exercises. And I was like, damn. And I saw just health-wise, a lot more people walk in Europe. It, it, am I, is that true? Is that is that everywhere? Yeah. You see it, man. You see a lot more bikes, right? A lot of people riding bikes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people walking. A lot of people running. So, so even um, with chains, they be out there like yeah, moving just it. Yeah, old and uh, just moving the cane real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's impressive, honestly. Um, well, yeah. So for me, it's the same thing, man. Just building, uh, continue to do education, do my, my crypto and NFT workshops. I'm doing more of those. I've been teaching some podcasting workshops to the youth recently. So I want to continue to bring them into this fold because, you know, even more opportunity, the younger you are, you know, we all agree on that. So I'm just trying to continue the education and build these investment bags so that way I can go to more countries and just experience a lot more culture. That's what I, I really focus on these next several years. Amazing, man. Where's where's next stop for you, dude? Do you have anything uh, lined up? Hopefully. Portugal, but 
Yeah, Portugal and London yeah. is where I want to go. Um, not lined up yet, but cool. um, there, there's a event in NF NF conference in Portugal in June. So that's what I'm like, kind of leaning towards because you know, business wise, a teachable moment is like definitely I can go over there and then get a little bit more tax incentives and write-offs and deductions for, you know, yeah. doing business. But also then you take those few days to go hang out, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that's what I'm working on. But London, yeah, I got to go visit you out in London for sure. That's, that's we'll a big go, thing. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get it going. We'll Whether you come up Scandinavia or England, I'm going to come and thank you anyway. It's cool, man. Yeah, most definitely. All right, so let, let's slowly start to close out. Can you let the folks uh, know where to find you and if they want to get any of your courses or get in contact for coaching, if they're pulling up to any Scandinavia country or, excuse me, Denmark and Copenhagen or something yeah. and they want a workshop, how could they get involved? Awesome. So uh, you can find me on my website, which is uh, nirvanamovement.com. Uh, it's got everything on there where you can, if you want to connect with me, you can book me in via Calendly or a link that's on my website. My programs are on there for anyone that wants to learn about uh, calisthenics or uh, wants to introduce like sort of mobility training into their everyday life. And then uh, on Instagram, it's Nirvana Movement. Uh, I'm on there. I post quite regularly about workshops and what I have coming up. And then on Twitter as well, it's Nirvana Movement. So that's the socials that I'm on. Excellent. Hey, make sure y'all go tap in with Sammy. He be active. Literally. <laughs> That's me doing That's pull-ups and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, uh-huh. hey, health is wealth, man. Health is wealth. All right. No uh, before you go, you got any, like, um, shout-outs you want to do? Any 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 words or jewels you want to drop for the audience? Yeah, no doubt, man. I just want to say thank you to everyone that's helped so far, you know, like Johnny and Harley and Tyler, uh, Brandon from the WCO, Amin from Elite web free solutions watch out for them they've got a lot of cool stuff coming up um with blockchain they're working a lot with xtc and yeah just everyone that, that that's helped thank you for, for having me on again and spending time out of your day to talk to me so uh i hope the next time that we speak we'll be meeting in the physical and of course you know there's there's not long left to before these changes start to happen and i would say to people that might be on the fence a little bit just uh just look into the tech, look into the tech and see what the future holds for it. And uh, if you want to get involved, then then get involved. You know, you kind of want to be more so of someone that participates rather than like a witness or a judge uh, with this. So, again, you know, uh, do what you need to do. But you've got people like Chris who watches YouTube channel. There's so there's so much gold there. You know, he taught me a lot. So uh, I'm happy to to call him as a mentor and as a friend too. So uh, got the knowledge right there. Hey, back, hey, I appreciate it. Back at you, Sammy. All right, y'all. Yeah, you heard it here. Make sure y'all tap in. Again, subscribe to Passive Income Network. Pull up Sammy. I'll put all the information in the descriptions, Instagram and website and Twitter so y'all can go tap in. All right, y'all. We gone.